0: to the sharp side podcast i'm your host Chaz Barada and with me to break down nfl week 6 james week bitter six. austin tark guys how we doing are we all aboard the lamar jackson mvp train or what choo choo yeah i hope someone i hope at least someone who listened bet i texted my dad i said hey you should bet lamar jackson win the mvp and he pushed back against against me, so I'm hoping that he. I hope I'm, I hope that he came to his senses and realized that Lamar was about to have the performance of, of this the century so far, was like My, the most the most accurate uh, 400 yard passing game, and then he added like 60 yards of rushing too. With the comeback,
1: I would agree. But the uh, the only thing is, the other most impressive performance was from Josh Allen. That's true. And with that, the schedule that they have, they look like they're going to be the clear one seed in the AFC. True. Um, so he he's going to be a super big threat to winning it over Lamar. But at the same time, can't complain. That was quite the quite the win for him, and quite the game from Lamar.
0: For sure, I was also impressed with Carson Wentz too. From from what I did not watch the entirety of the game, but I was able to catch a couple drives, and I thought Carson Wentz looked pretty good. So.
1: I thought the Ravens' defense looked awful as well, which I think we'll get to later, but I would agree. I was yeah. impressed with Wentz.
0: Uh, James, any big takeaways from last week?
2: Uh, no, I didn't watch a lot of football. It's pretty busy Sunday. so Busy? I, I miss bus- a lot is that, is that
0: the word? Busy? Yeah, busy. Hungover. It's um, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> yeah. um Yeah. I so I kind of want to. Everyone's been talking about this, so I I kind of wanted to hear you guys' take on it. Um, with like the great performances of quarterbacks, especially the young quarterbacks this week, um, we're out not counting Mahomes because Mahomes is the best around right now. But um Josh, there's been dialogue around Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Justin Herbert, and um, Lamar Jackson, and so you know it's the, it's the very fun discussion of you know, pick one quarterback, like, who do you want? So I'm kind of curious to hear your guys' thoughts on it. Awesome.
1: If you, so
0: I'm assuming I'm taking. Take contracts out of it, like all that, just like you're, you're starting with a player. I'm taking Herbert. Uh, I think
1: Herbert has been so damn good. Um, the, old, the thing that scares me, but I my, he might just be regression proof, uh, but ever since last season, he's been the best quarterback under pressure. And he's still continuing to be the best quarterback under pressure. Um, And if you're going to give me Herbert and you're going to give me Staley as the coach, I just think that the ceiling is damn high for him. Um, It'd be him or Josh Allen for me. Um, But I I think I would take Herbert.
0: What about you, James?
2: I think I agree with Austin on this one. Uh, I think it's easy to look at Josh Allen or uh, Lamar and kind of lean that way. But I worry long-term about them and running the ball. Uh, Herbert's, I think, my mind the better pocket passer of the three um so that's kind of why I lean that way I think he just has like a better scheme that fits him Uh, I I love how aggressive they are and I just think that poses really well for quarterback
0: um I I think I'd go Lamar I for me like I if I had to rank him I'd go um I think I'd take Josh Allen last which is probably like as in terms of floor I'd argue Josh Allen's is the highest but I think that he has like the best situation around him right now, and like for what like Lamar's been doing, how he's progressed as a passer, and it. I mean, I I feel like for all of the talk around like a couple, uh, it, it might have been last year at the start of the year, but it was Patrick Patrick Mahomes doesn't even know how to read defenses yet and stuff like that. And I don't like Lamar never got that kind of credit, and now it seems like he is reading defenses, and like uh, he's fighting, finding all these tight windows to throw the ball, and like I. With what he does, there's no one like no one even comes close to what he does with his legs. And he is just producing with so many injuries around him. And I mean, maybe not Mark Andrews and Hollywood Brown have actually like done pretty well so far this year. But Rashad Bateman still hasn't played yet. Sammy Watkins barely plays. Now, get more talent around him. And the sky's the limit, I think. And I could not be more excited to see what he does the rest of the season. And that's like not to discredit the other three too. Just I what he, his skill set is so special, and it just drives me up a wall. Love watching it. Um, recap best bets last week. I oh, we're back. I you know what I had I had two best bets. It was fitting that one was going to lose. But Rams.
1: <laughs> hold on, Chaz, your first you. win, baby. We're here. We're here.
0: Come on feels good james had a push you could call that a, you could call that a lucky push or an unlucky push depending on whether you wanted the Bengals or the packers to cover um awesome who's you have
1: i had the chiefs in a blowout fashion yeah. uh really i gotta say appreciate these john gruden emails <laughs> coming out because the critics have been after me for the last couple of days uh, <laughs> so it's nice that the attention's just gone away from me and that's on gruden because uh, I, I got to step up now people like, are
0: talking Austin they're, they're talking, talking.
1: <laughs> they're doing a little too much talking for my liking
0: so I got something to prove this week um I say we just get right on into it James of course still technically undefeated 4-0-1 and are we going back to the well with the Green Bay Packers
2: we are we are going back to the well
0: I'll, I'll set this game up that you can get right, get right on into it. Packers lane five on the road at Chicago. Do you, any of you guys have the total up in front of you? 44 and a 40, half. Yep. 44 and a half. All right, James, why do we like the Packers this week?
2: We like the Packers because same thing as last week with the Bengals. We think the Bears are a bad football team. The Bears are three and two, and it is a really deceiving three and two. They're three wins against the Bengals at home in a game they were out game and had 200 yards of offense. Um, against Detroit at home, another game they're out gained, but the beneficiary of, I think, three interceptions and very poor red zone offense by the Lions. And then last week against the Raiders, I think you can just throw that game out with everything going on. Gruden um, and that whole situation, I just don't think anybody in that Raider staff or any Raider player was had their fully head focused on the Bears. So that gives them three wins. Uh, their other two games against quality opponents, they've been outscored by 40. I just see some more of that happening here. Rodgers in his career against the Bears is – ATS. Last four times he's played the Bears, which I think are pretty comparable teams to this year's Bears version. Um, He's outscored them all by 10 points or more. I just don't see any reason that discontinues here. I just think the Packers are too good. Depending on how you look at it last week, they were either lucky to kind of push that minus three or unlucky. There were some situations where they could put the game away, but they also could have lost the game. Um, I just think they're too good here. I think they can do what they want, and I just think this Bears offense is so bad. So I kind of like the Bears team total under, but I love the Packers minus four and a half and five. Austin, no.
0: No, you go first.
1: All right, fine. Because I don't have too much to add. I lean Packers the most, um, but I it's tough for me to make a decision here because I do still think this Packers secondary um, is injured. Uh, the, with Losing Alexander last week, uh, I still think it can be exposed. But, I mean, the issue is like, Fields also is a little injured, and the Bears are just not giving him the ability to throw the ball downfield deep, um, which is how you beat this Packers defense. Um, so I lean the Packers the most for every reason that James said. Aaron Rodgers had so much success against Chicago in his career; he should be able to do his thing this week. Um, not to mention, Akeem Hicks hurt with a groin, groin injury, and that's probably the biggest defensive piece on Chicago. Um, so I, I'm I'm pretty indifferent on a, on a side.
0: Yeah, and uh, James, I will be betting you on this game. Uh, give me the Bears plus five. Wow, um, I think it's just too many points for a Bears team that I would not say is as bad as uh, James as bad as James is making them out to be at home. Um, I mean, fifth best defense according to DVOA so far this year.
2: So look at their schedule.
0: That's, I mean, it's baked into that. But um, and the offense has been really bad. But I think that as the year progresses, we're going to see growth and development from Justin Fields and kind of like more comfortability within the offense. And I I also think that these five points are going to be very valuable. And, and generally, I think with all the injuries that have kind of amounted for green Bay's defense, I think it's going to be a lot easier on Justin Fields this week than it has been in the past because they haven't been rushing the quarterback very well. And in terms of coverage, they're lacking bodies. And, like, what what you're getting from Eric Stokes is good, but it's, like, we're relying on a rookie corner right now to kind of, you know, slow stop, like, the flooding that could potentially really derail what is, like, an outstanding Green Bay Packers offense. And on top of that, I just think that, like, they haven't been it's it's the offense has looked a little sloppy i think and like outside of Devonte adams which he has a pretty tough matchup this week going up against jalen johnson i it doesn't wow me and like if you're you're they're so dependent on this one receiver to kind of watch full credit to him he is i i've struggled to think of a more talented receiver than him but it's when you're that dependent on one player to kind of like operate your entire offense around then i just kind of I have a hard time laying five points on the road. So especially in divisional game. Um, I'll know. I think five points is just too many. I think this should be three. Any Andrew, rebuttal?
1: I got a fantasy hey, shout out. Sure. Damien Woods Go got added to the IR. I didn't realize that. Um, yeah, so now COVID they're less. stuck to just Khalil Hermit, Khalil Herbert. Um, <laughs> Hermit. So, so uh, he's available in most leagues. Uh Pick them up if you guys are
0: still still hearing this. I picked them up in two leagues. Um, anything to add, James? Kind of give you a chance to defend yourself real quick.
2: I mean, the most yards the Bears have thrown for in a game is two hundred six. I uh, I don't really think it matters who's playing in the secondary. They're just so timid offensively, and I think Nagy just calls kind of a conservative game plan. He hasn't even been uh, calling plays. Well, then whoever has been. Um, but in the last week the Packers also have three sacks too, and the Bears have also have a very poor offensive line. Um, so there are some things that bode well here for the Packers, even if they are, they are considered weaknesses on this defense.
0: I also think they could have moved the ball more last week, but they had like a pretty steady lead early and then it just kind of sat on the ball and then didn't really, and then like relied their defense, just shut down the Ravens in every single way imaginable. So I think that kind of played into that too, but James, your best bet Packers lane five. We got, we got to bet on that one. Austin. Oh, Austin, we're tied now. Oh, dude. Uh the comeback, the comeback is real. I want you to know. But Austin, you can go first, my friend. Um, you have the brownies, Cleveland Browns, lane three at home, hosting the Arizona Cardinals. Total for that game, which I believe James and I have an agreement on, is 49 and a half. 49 and a half. half. Austin, why do we like the Browns this week?
1: Well, for starters, when I just had flashbacks to all the times I took the Browns last year on a short spread <laughs> and just got destroyed on the last second on a bad beat. Um, but here I am riding them again. Uh, I'll take Cleveland minus three. Um, seems like it's it's trending. It's minus minus one twenty juice. Um, but it's it, the biggest thing is it's a Cleveland weather game. And I'm sure you guys are going to hit on that for this total, but 17 mile per hour winds are expected. And we saw this last season when there's wind in that Cleveland stadium, it makes it very difficult to pass the football. Um, which plays right into the Browns' biggest strength. They should be able to run the football. Um, it helps that Jedrick Willis also should be back. Um, this Arizona defense is 27th against the run um, and 26th in success rate allowed. So Browns should have success on the, on the ground. So I already like their battle in the trenches here. Um, another big standout here is Kyler. Kyler was working on his arm a lot last week. He had some sort of nagging shoulder injury. And sure enough, he's on the injury report with that shoulder injury. And we saw last season that, once Kyler's shoulder started to bother him, the team completely changed. The offense completely changed. So if we're getting even a little bit of a banged up Kyler Murray in wins that are supposed to be at 18 mile per hour, win, uh, he shouldn't be able to throw the ball as, with the same effectiveness as he's had so far this season. Um, look, I am worried about this Brown secondary, but I'm just going to hope that the wind uh, helps me enough that I'll be okay because they got shredded last week. But at the same time, they are expected to get a couple guys back between Denzel Ward and Newsome. Um, on the other side, the Cardinals have some pretty significant injuries. Chandler Jones was sent to their COVID list, and their center Rodney Hudson is out. Um, not to mention the Cardinals were also missing two corners last week, and they're both questionable right now. I just think with the weather playing this much of a factor, with the Browns having the clear advantage in the trenches, it's just it's too valuable to have them here at minus three. Um, I'll be on the Browns. I really like that the injury news is going to, towards their favor. Um, I, I, just, I think they're the right side.
2: James, what do you think? You nailed it. Uh, if this was going to be my best bet for, more for the weather and picking last with the best record, um, but like, like we pick I, in order,
0: <laughs>
2: I just wanted to throw that out there. Um, but yeah, I mean, my favorite play here is definitely this under I've played alternate unders and I think coming they're the worst, <laughs> I think, uh, Going towards <laughs> Sunday, we're going to see that total continue to drop. So I played some under 48-and-a-half, under 47-and-a-half plus money. Uh, if you have Ooh, a book that offers like that, that. <clears throat> yeah, I think that's a really good play. I mean, we saw last year when there was weather. I think the Texans game against was like 10-7. The Raiders game was like 7-6 or something. And then the, against the Eagles, it was a little higher scoring, but still under-hit easily. So if you really trust this report, I think you have to look at this under.
0: Yeah, I agree. And um, I – I do, I do also kind of like the Browns too. Um, I guess not technically officially, but I I would like to try and play them in some way. Um, I it's a weather under for me, and there I there is a Cardinals offensive regression that I I would like to see as well as turnover regression. Um, but it really it comes down to so you have two quarterbacks in kind of opposite piles here. So Kyler has had I think around like 110 passer rating under pressure and Baker has been it was like 36 or somewhere in the 30s so like two polar opposites now both of those are expected to kind of regress toward the middle Baker going up and Kyler going down now Kyler with a hurt shoulder I would this is like the regression it's the regressions dream right and so I think this will negatively affect the Cardinals offense. And I think anything better we start to get from Baker will possibly affect um, the Browns offense, especially getting an uh, offensive lineman back. Yep. And then with like being under pressure by other defenses and then going on to face the Browns with Miles Garrett, breathing down your neck every play. I do. I think this as, as this is also talking me into a Cardinals team total over, I think or, excuse me, team total under. Um, so, yeah, I don't think – I think both teams struggle to score points. And then on top of that, I think that this total uh, kind of mispriced tempo a little bit, and I I, I bet under 50. And I think – because, like, the Browns, they run the ball and use the whole play clock, and I think that, especially with the lead, they're going to – which I expect them to have, I think uh, they're going to do more of the same. So, go Browns, uh, go under. Love it. Anything else to add? All right. Uh, my best bet is the New England Patriots hosting the fearsome Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Patriots getting three and a half total is at my bad. I've been off my total so far. Fifty and a half. Fifty and a half. and um, I like the Patriots. I think that um, getting back offensive linemen that they did, they were without four offensive linemen last week. And I think that's why we saw um, what, like, first of all, Credit to Davis Mills. That's got to be like the best rookie performance by a quarterback against Bill Belichick at, that I can remember at least. Um, but I think part of the reason why we saw the Patriots offense struggle is because they had four starting offensive linemen out. I, uh, two of them were due to COVID and I expect at least those players to be back this week. Um, I believe that Isaiah Wynn could be, could also be back. Um so, I think that bodes well for the Patriots offense. And I, th- I also think that there were, there are, Ed Tr- Trayvon Diggs was um, on the injury report. I did not check today, but he did not practice yesterday. I think it was due to a- either a hand or an ankle. Um, and for the, for the, for the, he didn't practice today. I uh, can't, I'll, I'll find that out, but it was an ankle. Ankle? Okay. Um, in terms of the Cowboys on offense, I think that, It's it's this is like the trust in Bill Belichick, where I just think that the Patriots are going to have a scheme set up ready to kind of slow down what they normally do. So that's downfield passing and then like power running with Zeke and Tony Pollard. And I also think I think they have the uh, personnel to get that done. And uh, the Patriots do have a lot of defensive players on the injury report so far this week. Um, A lot of them are somewhat expected to play. So that does bode well in my favor. But I don't think this should be three, uh, three and a half points. Um, I think that, especially with the hook, I think this is a really good bet. So go Patriots this week. James, what do you think? I also like this. It didn't quite make
2: my likes, but it was close. Uh, I bet this pretty small, but it's one of those spots where you get Belichick as a dog at home, and that doesn't happen often. I do think there's a chance that this Cowboys team is a juggernaut, but the spot and just kind of selling high on the Cowboys, who I think are 5-0 and ATS right now, um, couldn't be any better. So the value is there on the Patriots, so I think we got to play it.
1: I just don't want to get in front of this Dallas team. I just uh, this offense looks so damn good. And if this becomes into a shootout, there's no way New England can keep up with them. Um, I'm in total agreement with you guys. I mean, we're just two weeks out from the Patriots almost beating the Bucs. And in that game, the spread was six. And now we're seeing, well, there was four, three and a half. It's a little more like it. Um, But I still think there's still value on the Pat's side. Um, the, The other thing is the Cowboys are coming off of Dominating performance is the Eagles, P- Panthers, and Giants, all home games. This will be a new, stre- a new challenge, second road game of the year, and the last time they were on the road is when they put 20 points up against the Chargers. So maybe their offense will struggle in a different environment away from uh, AT&T Stadium. I'm with you guys on the Patriots' side, but this Cowboys' offense is just too, too scary for
0: me for me to get in front of it. I, I don't blame you there. Um, I, I, ju- I also think it's a great sell-high opportunity right now. Where just like James said, it's five-no ATS. And I think that through the through the key number of three is just a bit too much. So
1: also another thing, this Dallas defense, I saw it earlier, surprised. They rank six according to DVOA. I mean the the Dallas. They've been been outstanding. But it's like we they should not have a top six defense. And they're relying a lot on turnovers. I think they're one of the most I can't, I don't have the stat for now. I,
0: I would be shocked if anyone else had more turnovers than them. Yeah, I, I, expect, I, yeah. Yeah. Especially
1: with Diggs, the way he gets an interception every single game. So eventually this defense has to be exposed a little bit. Um, and we saw, I mean, they really haven't faced a very strong offense and I don't think it's this week, but there will be a good sell point on this defense. Um, hopefully soon uh, looking at their schedule. I just don't really see it. Maybe Vikings next week. Maybe, maybe
0: it is this week. Cause uh, I mean, New England is a more conservative offense. W- would you agree there? Yes. Maybe yes. they aren't taking as many risks, and then we kind of get like the ball more like steady drives. They mm. keep the defense out there longer, and um, you know, maybe you know, maybe like those like five six minute uh, drives kind of wear down the Dallas defense a bit. Um, I'm not advocating for an over by any means. I, I actually think the Dallas defense is good. Like they they've been pass rushing very well. Um, linebackers have been good. I mean they've been healthy which that was kind of that's kind of what bit them in the ass last year everyone got hurt and the scheme just sucked because of Mike Nolan but moving on um actually I would be remiss if I did not kick it to our sponsor anchor first um so we will be back in just a quick sec thank you to anchor all righty um skip Thursday game to London we go again the Miami Dolphins Lane three. Is it fair to say Lane three on the road to the London Jags? (laughs) Um, Jags getting three um, on the neutral site game, but they do make this trip every year. Um, The total is
2: 47.
0: I'm seeing 46 and a half, um, 46 and a half, 47, whatever it is. Two was back this week. James, I'll let you start. Uh, Any thoughts on the London game? Part two. Yeah, if two
2: is back, this three feels a little cheap to me. I don't get all the Jaguars love. At the beginning of the week, I started there, but with the two in news, it's kind of pushed me the other way. At the end of the day, I just think this comes down to who do you trust more? Do you trust Urban Meyer going to London and controlling the team, or do you trust Brian Flores? And I think every single time I'm going to take Brian Flores in that matchup. Uh, two coming back is also a big addition.
0: How? Uh, so, so. You said you kind of like the Dolphins. Um, what with Tua and with Brissett, what would you make these lines? The
2: Tua, I'd probably make it four and a half to five. Brissett, this feels about right to me, honestly. Okay, yeah.
0: I, I'm, I'm, I'm there. I like, I, I would agree. I would have said Dolphins minus five.
2: Yeah, I mean, it definitely feels like it's a little bit of an upgrade. But some, it's some of some sort. Geez, um, so three feels a little cheap. I lean that way. Potentially, I'll potentially bet it, but. I probably won't be awake, so might not make the card.
1: Austin, <laughs> awesome, what do you think? Well, I mean, at first when Brissett came, I was questioning if Tua was an upgrade over him. But now after these last couple of performances, especially the stinker last week, Tua was absolutely an upgrade over Brissett. So I'm with you guys. It should be four, four four and a half or five here. Not to mention, apparently coaches have said very positive things this week about how he's looked. Obviously, good. they're going to say that anyway, but those yeah. are still good comments. Um, not to mention, they're supposed to get a couple of receivers back. Byron Jones is also healthy. I'm with you guys. This number just seems too short. Uh, we, I just think this Jags team sucks, and Chaz doesn't believe in me. Uh, but Urban Meyer has got to go. He'll be done after this week. Um, I, I understood his reasoning last week for why they won't fire him, but I think this is the perfect firing zone. Drop him off at the airport and let him find uh, another blonde. And then. Uh, go ahead yeah so as you guys know the falcons beat the jets last week because it was a home game because it was of the falcons breeds they had 30 different breeds of falcons i did just look it up uh there's jaguars in the london zoo and there's been one dolphin sighting ever in london um so take that into your handicap i don't know if it'll help you
0: (laughs) and so (laughs) that was our zoologist expert awesome talk (laughs) Uh,
2: So the Urban Meyer versus versus John Gruden, who gets fired first, did John Gruden cash because he
1: resigned or is that? I think it depended on the book. I know there was a lot of people complaining that they had 50 to one tickets on, uh, I think it was Urban, and that Gruden kind of robbed it. Um, So
0: it's all depending on like verbiage of the market. So for some books, it's first coach fired and they have to be like, so like it would have to i'm trying to think of an example it would have to be like um and i think because like uh john gruden quit or like something like like that's how it was reported i guess i don't know those markets are all like really weird i think in vegas it was um it's first coach to leave the team like permanently that's that's how it should be worded yeah i i would agree um and but i i think for online books i don't know if all those tickets cashed so like you're offshores things of that nature but i'm sure there's a next coach fired market i'm sure urban meyer's the favorite (laughs) he's plus 100 yep goodness gracious um i was trying to think like would you lay the field minus 120 yeah. There's, there's more, there's more emails to be had. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> no, I would. He's gone this
1: weekend. I think, I really do think he's fired. I think this team just sucks. I, I, I mean, it's, it depends. I'm not sure it, it's his fault. I hear you, but it's like, even last week, they just didn't seem like they were playing hard. Yeah. I mean, the game was over in the second Those, quarter.
2: The, the clips of their defenders, just dodging hits from Derek Henry is pretty yeah, damn. That's, em-
0: that's embarrassing. I, I do agree. I, my thing is that I don't I don't think teams oh God, they're just really do they're I, buy I, next week. They have yeah, to get fired. Yeah, that's that's you are right where if if it I will say this, if I don't think it happens at all this year, if it doesn't happen this week and no man, they lose. Agreed. Because this would be the perfect time to do it. You get someone in to just like, you know, fire up the troops the rest of the year. I don't know. And then um I just I don't think we really see coaches fired in the middle of the season anymore. And I think that because they're getting, especially for a guy in his first year where he's getting paid so much money for the next couple of years. Like that's a lot of money to uh, let off the hook. And for, for a franchise that has a very wealthy owner, but does not really spend a bunch of money. I'm not sure that's just the way they're going to go. So it's kind of my take on it. I also like the dolphins too, but we need to move on. So the Houston Texans um, traveling to Indianapolis to take on the Colts. Colts laying 10, total at 43 and a half. Austin, I'll kick it to you. What do we like?
1: You know, don't get me wrong. I was impressed with the Colts' performance last week, um, but I'm just not going to jump on them so fast. I, I'm, I'm on the Texans this week. They're Colts are just in a totally different situation. They were underdogs in the previous two games, and now they find themselves as 10-point favorites. Uh, and especially in a loss in that fashion, that was a brutal loss. I mean, that's kind of a dagger in the heart in their season. Um, then again, it's not, it's not completely over. They do have a pretty easy schedule coming up. Um, but their secondary is just was so banged up last game. I think even Davis Mills, who he showed against the Pats, he should be able to take advantage of it. Um, not to mention the Colts O-line is also injured. Um, this Colts team has the 23rd success rate on offense, and that's not facing anyone better than the 18th ranked defense. Now, don't get me wrong. The Texans don't have a top defense, but this Colts offense just has not been very strong. Um, and I'm, just, I was impressed with that Texas t- game last week. They're playing frisky. Uh, they probably should have won last week. They were up by two scores in the third. I know it's an ugly pick, but the, the Colts just should not be in this position laying 10 points.
0: I'm with you. Um, I, I think it's too many points. I, I backed off of it a little. It was almost a like for me, but, um, I'm on the over instead uh, just be, just due to Colts' cluster injuries at the cornerback position or defensive back position, excuse me. And then um, I I thought the Colts' offense is going to th- – I just think they're going to be able to move the ball very well and pick kind of pick up explosive plays like they did last week. Um, and at 43-and-a-half, it is a very, very low total. Um, now you could run into the issue where – It's Carson Wentz. He has an inefficient game. But I do think that, and we see this with Frank Reich quite a bit, where he kind of starts out struggling week one, week two, and then once like week three, four, five comes around, he like steps it up and they start covering a bunch of games. And kind of he's an offensive coach, so it's mostly due to their offense. Um, The offensive line injuries do scare me a bit, but I for a low total, like 43 and a half, I'm not super worried. So I like the over. James, what do you think?
2: Uh, honestly, I'm pretty indifferent. I, I lean to the Texans. I just think giving the Colts 10 here is a lot, especially considering they're one and four and coming off a pretty demoralizing loss. Um, in terms of the total, I lean to the over as well, but this is just a game I'm going to stay away from.
1: I will say, uh, uh, if, if you do like the Colts, which I don't, um, but if you do have faith in them, this is a really good opportunity to bet them to win the division. Yes, um, I agree. So Titans have Bills, Chiefs. Colts, Rams, Saints on deck, while the Colts have Texans, Titans, Jets, Jags on deck, and the Niners. Like Colts could very easily go four and one in that stretch, and t- Titans could go one and four, and just like that, they're back in this division. And it was a very inspiring effort from Carson Wentz. If he is going to play that good uh, as he did last week, they are kind of alive for this. Um, but I don't know. I'm just not. I I usually like this Colts team, especially I really like their defense, um, but. Something just seems off of them this year. That defense looks very weak. Even Darius Leonard is not playing to the same abilities that he's used to. I, I, I won't be buying any division tickets, um, even though I am low on the Titans. Um, but I still think they get it done.
0: Um, Austin, are you at all worried that you're backing the Texans at, a, at their high point this year? <laughs>
1: oh, <laughs> no, no. Their high point was after week one. <laughs> their, their
0: lone win. Oh, yeah. no, dude. I mean, this is going to be the most popular survivor pick of the week could could take out a bunch of entries entries this week um we already hit packers bears james you've got a like like in this game i don't think i'm skipping one uh no you're not kansas city chiefs laying six and a half on the road total is at a very lofty 55 and a half um Jeez. under is juiced to minus 120 james why do we like the chiefs this week
2: because I don't like the Redskins um,
0: football team. Come dog, on, dude! Dog, come on! Two straight podcasts. You said the R word. Shoot! Unbelievable, yeah. man. I've been reading. I, I, I've been, I think you did that on purpose. <laughs> I've
2: been reading too much in the Gruden emails.
0: <laughs> oh my god! That,
2: that was completely accidental, actually. Uh, anyways. <laughs> We saw last week Jameis for the first time all year was allowed to eat and he threw for four touchdown passes and over 200 yards for first time all season. Uh, Now the chiefs come in after a really embarrassing Sunday night loss and getting less than a touchdown here. I just think that offense puts up 40. Uh, I don't think there's any way the football team can stop them. That D line is just have not lived up to expectations this year. And that secondary has just gotten decimated every game. Um, Honestly, if I had to play anything here, if I didn't play the spread, I'd look at the Chiefs team total over. I just think they do whatever they want, whenever they want. Um, I just don't trust the football team's offense to keep up. I think this plays out pretty similarly how the Chiefs at Eagles did two weeks ago. So that's my point.
0: Yeah, that's reasonable. The football team defense is an atrocity. Um, I think we get really big games from Travis Kelsey, especially if Tyreek Hill doesn't play. That's, that's my big worry is like if Tyree Kill doesn't play, I think this Chiefs offense really goes through only one person, which does worry me a bit because it looks like as we kind of go through the season, I think Patrick Mahomes is losing more and more confidence in the non Tyree Kill, non Travis Kelsey receivers, um, which if injuries start to mount up, that it does kind of worry me a bit, but um, can someone talk me out of this over? No, no. I, I want. Well,
2: I, I like think you have to look at the Chiefs team total over. you 30 and a half? I think they get to 31 for sure. I mean if they don't get to 31, I don't think they win the game. Uh, well, I guess they get leads you to the full game over.
0: So yeah, you use did you already bet this? Did you already lay six and a half?
2: Yeah. I mean I that's it.
0: Okay. because I, I was about to say, like, I would just bet the team total over. Where like that I, that I might could, bet that too. <laughs> there, yeah. There you go. Well, because then you just, the trifecta. just put the you completely take their defense out of it, which that's, that's true. That's yeah. where I would like, that's what scares me about this team. Cause it's Patrick Mahomes. I'm not too worried about their offense overall. No. I, think,
1: I think you guys are doing a lot of talking about the Washington defense and not enough talking about this Kansas city defense.
0: I, I agree. That's my point. No, they're Horrible. Like they're horrible. I
1: think Washington is going to be able to get theirs and I kind of like them at six and a half and I'm considering hitting that button. Uh, like do it. Look, you look at the box score from last game and Washington dominated time of possession. They tied in total yardage and they gave up a 50 yard hail Mary to end the first half. That game was a lot closer than it looked on a consider 11 point margin. I don't know. I just think there's something off with this chiefs team. They're making just sloppy mistakes, poor execution. Um, even though like they do have the number one rated offense, I'm on. I'm with. I I think my play is going to be the over, just because like it is tough for me to take take the Washington football team, um, but they're going to be able to score. Like, can't this Kansas City defense is beyond awful. Uh, can I offer this? Go. For I think it.
0: if you like Washington, I think you you should just bet the money line. Where I think that there are far too. It's like very wide. It's like for the if, in terms of, like the distribution, like. We'll have a lot of Chiefs Chiefs blowouts and a lot of Chiefs laying eggs to where, like, I think that the plus 225 or plus 230, wherever you're looking at it, I think that pops a lot more than, like, say, a Washington football team lost by three.
1: I like that. Can you uh, imagine the panic button that's happening if the Chiefs lose this game? Oh, my goodness. Because as of now, I don't know if Andy you guys Reed have seen
0: this. Next coach fired. <laughs>
1: I don't know if you guys have seen this, but the Chiefs end the year. With two consecutive road games, ooh. so as of now they're planning they're going to get the wild card spot as if the Bills continue to if they don't don't win this division, um, which charges are damn good. So that would means they would have to go three straight road games in the playoffs to make the Super Bowl, five straight road games to end the year to make the Super Bowl. I don't. That's not great
0: odds. That's wow! I didn't even think about that. That is very true. Um, ooh, that would be a hellish, hellish schedule. Yep um anything else to add james nope points lots of points agreed um the minnesota vikings lane one and was this someone's best bet no we like them yeah okay we do like the vikings they're laying one and a half they're playing at the panthers i do not have the total in front of me does anyone have that 46 46 okay i actually I, i take it back i actually bet this total um i'll start so i think it's just buying low on two offenses all five of the panthers games have gone under um and so i think this is a good buy point for their offense um i don't i'm not a firm believer in what the vikings do on defense it's very average um and while both of these teams do have bad uh, offensive lines i think that We can uh, put enough tape on it to where it's at least passable against these pass rushes, which haven't been terrible. And the Panthers do have a pretty solid pass rush, but I think that with what the Vikings can do down the field and Dalvin Cook was a full participant today. I think that the Vikings are able to move the ball very well. And I think that Sam Darnold is able to pass off um, acceptable quarterbacking to Um, Put up enough points here. Um, And in terms of the side, I think that this game is very liable for a Vikings blowout, even on the road. Um, There's no weather involved this weekend, so I'm not too worried about that. Um, So I expect points here. So my pick is over 46.
1: I like that. I think that total is kind of low, but I'm on the Vikings here. I, I just think they should be a favorite. Yeah, they barely beat the Lions last week, but they faced the second hardest schedule of opponents and they very easily could be four and one at this point. Meanwhile, the Panthers have taken advantage of weaker opponents, offenses particularly. They face the Jets, who rank 32nd in EPA per play. Saints is 16th. Texas is a 28th. And Eagles a 22nd. And their defense does look pretty damn good, but they're, they haven't faced a level of competition, uh, especially secondary-wise. And when they do face strong receivers like they did against the Cowboys, they got torched. Um, so I do think Jefferson and Thielen should be able to have a good day, especially the way Kirk's playing right now. He's playing some very good offense. Um, and at the same time, like, the media so far I feel like has praised Sam Darnold for how well he's playing. Um, his passing grade according to PFF after five weeks is 66. Uh, his grade after the time with the Jets was only 64. So it's not like he's playing that much better and he's particularly str- struggling with the deep ball, uh, which is a weakness of this Viking secondary. And at the same time, this Panthers O-line is very weak. I think this Vikings pass rush should be able to take advantage of it. Um, I just think Vikings should, uh, are the right side here. Um, I, I said at the beginning, Vikings should be a favorite. That's because I bet them when they were an underdog. Um, but even that at one and a half here, give me two. I, I think Vikings are the play and, and they're, the, they're the right side.
2: Yeah, good agreement for me as well. Um, I actually teased the Vikings when they're plus one and a half. I had a feeling they're going to kind of move to a favorite, but I didn't think they'd get to minus two, which they are now. Uh, even at minus two, I'm considering putting a little on that. Um, but at this point, I just think that's greedy when I'm catching seven and a half. So. Probably pass at this point, but I'm pretty proud of that teaser leaf. Uh
0: All right. Moving on to the Los Angeles Chargers getting two and a half points on the road against the Lamar Jackson Baltimore Ravens. Um, this total has ticked up quite a bit. I believe it opened up 48 and a half. It is now 52. Um, Austin, uh, we have some agreement here. I like it. I like a lot of totals this week. Uh, Austin, uh, actually, James, do you have an, any opinion on the side? I also like the over. I, don't, okay. I, I lean to the Ravens. That's, that's it. Talk, I lean to the Chargers. Tell me why you like the – or you lean to the Ravens. I just lean to the Ravens because I
2: – it's kind of sell. it's not even really sell the Chargers, honestly. It's just I think the run defense is really poor. Um, and traveling east and starting a 10 a.m. game is tough. And I just think two and a half is a little disrespectful here. I think three is a pretty fair number, but under a field goal seems a little disrespectful. I think these teams are pretty even, if not Ravens slightly better. Um, so like that's just all my reasoning, but I'm not going to touch the side here.
0: Yeah, I lean into the Chargers. Um, I, I Austin alluded to this earlier. The Ravens' defense did struggle a bit versus a Colts' offense that I think is far worse than what the Chargers have. And – I just think that they're going to be able to move the ball pretty, like pretty easily. You said that about the West coast, to East coast time thing. I feel like that's just baked into the number at this point. And it might be over exaggerated, honestly, where like, it makes me want to play the West coast team. Um, I don't know how, like, I wish I could provide the math or something to back that up. But um, I, it's, I feel like we kind of get that with like the Seahawks when they go East and all that, but, um, I I like the over in this game. I, the Ravens are going to be able to move the ball on the ground. I think that once they do that, it's going to open up a lot for Lamar in the passing game. And then um, I have no worries at all in the Chargers offense scoring points. And I think they're going to do that pretty easily here. So Austin, what do you think?
1: Uh, I mean, you pretty much hit on everything that I was going to say for the over. Um, the, the only thing I'll add is the fact that we have Brandon Staley, who is going for it so often on fourth downs, um, clearly a plus EV coach, just plays very well into an over, especially when they have, if you could have seen the stadium whenever their kicker went out there, they have no trust in their kicker. I wouldn't be surprised to continue to go for it and maybe even go for two a little more often. And then we know Harbaugh, he's not afraid. Uh, he doesn't play conservative. So that that definitely plays in our hands for an over. My only fear, which Chaz uh, disregarded, but there is 14 mile per hour wins and with this total, I liked it a lot more when it was under 51. Now we're getting to 52. It's getting a little more intimidating. But as we both as both you guys have mentioned, I just I don't see where the defenses get get a stop in this game. Both offenses should be able to have their way.
0: All right. Um the Bengals traveling to take on uh the De- Detroit Lions. Bengals laying three and a half on the road, total at 46 and a half. Um, Austin, I'll kick to you to start. Uh, what do we like here? Um, or if anything,
1: well, I think Detroit's pretty damn injured. If you look at their injury report, they're missing a lot, especially on the defense. Um, so I think the Bengals passing game, it's looked strong for the most part. I, I think they should be able to take advantage of it. Um, one thing that does intrigue me is this throat injury from burrow. Um, so for what I've heard is he can't really call plays or he doesn't really have his voice back. So going to a road game, it's not the best thing to have your quarterback can't audible at the line or call plays in the huddle. Um so I think that does add a different element to the game. I'm I'm completely indifferent. I can't really pick a side here. Um I was actually looking up who would win in a fight a lion a line or a bengal. Um but it. until I get an answer to that, I will be I won't have a side. <laughs> who would win?
0: I would imagine a lion, right? King of the jungle.
1: Probably a line. Is,
0: is, that, is that a fallacy at this point? So a Bengals, a Tiger. So it would be a Tiger yeah. versus a Lion. Did you did you just find that out from your Google search? <laughs> <laughs> come on, man. Come it's, on, no, man.
2: No, come on, bro.
0: Um, James, you speak. Come on. <laughs> I bet the Bengals minus three. <laughs> um, I,
2: I just think the only thing they don't do well is pass block offensively. Um, that that Lions defense is just so bad. They don't get any pass rush, so the only really weakness the Bengals have offensively is just nullified here. Um, and I just think I think they can do whatever they want on offense. Uh, Jamar Chase and those receivers—they uh, should be able to have a good day. I just thought the three was a little cheap, so I played three at three and a half. I'm not playing it.
0: I love how much this Detroit Lions team is fighting. Um, Agreed. Damn, it's. I have a heart. There, I think they're four and one against the spread. I might be wrong, three and two maybe. I don't know, but whatever it is, they and they showed last week where like they're playing to win games too. That's why they probably went for two. When I think you can make the argument that they shouldn't have, um, and it's I when if your coach is crying in the press conference afterwards, I gotta believe that. That team is going to be absolutely fired up, no matter how banged up they are. Um, I have a hard time laying three uh, through three here, but um, I think that a Cincinnati team total over is pretty live. Just seeing how much the um, the Lions secondary has kind of been decimated so far, and Akuda still isn't playing very well. And it's I think Joe, if Joe Burrow does have somewhat of a little bit of his voice back, I guess then. um, I think they might be able to put up score a couple touchdowns and get over that number. Um, I'm hoping we see like the college football, like, you know, the signs they hold up with like the weird pictures on them, <laughs> which I don't even know if those are using outside of like fake outs anymore, but I think that'd be pretty funny. Um, also, I think we're getting a big Joe Mixon day, partly because I needed to for my fantasy team, which is very bad, but um, need more than that. That's very true. Uh the Rams laying nine and a half on the road, uh playing the New York Giants. They uh the total is 48 and a half. 48 and a half. Thank you, total guy. Actually, this number is nine now. Giants are getting nine. Um seems like Daniel Jones will play after he had no idea where he was after he got hit on. Z- uh,
1: Apparently he was reading a book. On <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> That's hilarious.
0: Uh, Dr. Seuss, maybe. <laughs> but um, I, I'm very split here. Um, do you guys have any? Um, do, actually, is there a, like Austin? You like the team to a lender, right?
1: Yeah, I can't possibly see how the Giants score in this game. Uh, they're missing all of their playmakers: Saquon, Galladay, Andrew Thomas. I uh, Tony's also hurt. And, yeah, it's good that Daniel Jones is playing, but he does rely on his legs quite a bit. Hard to believe that they will call designed runs for him. Um, At the same time, Rams are coming in with extra rest here. Um, So I just think Rams with extra time to prepare, this defense should be out here playing well. And Giants, I mean, I assume this number will be 19 and a half, which I kind of sucks. I wish I I had a 20. Um, But even then, I I think that's the right play. Um, I would take the full full game under, um, but – I think the Rams could put up 48 by themselves. Um, but so I, I, I'll lean, I'll, I'll lean Giants team total under the most.
0: I mean, as the, if the Giants continue to get bet, you might be able to get a better number on that. True, true. Um, I don't really have an opinion here. I, do we think the Giants defense is good? No, I don't think they're that bad. I mean, honestly, they, like that's kind of my fear
1: for not, uh, just taking the Rams in this is I, I think they've been pretty frisky. Um, they've been 26, it, 26, Jesus yeah, TV. Um, but they're keeping them in games. Like, I, I don't think it's that bad. I guess. Yeah. Um, even last week, like they were in, they, they lost by 24, but like,
0: there was like a pick six late or something like that. And it was, it was a weird end of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, James, what do you think here? I, I didn't provide much there. James,
2: I lean lean to the under. I actually, I like that Giants team total under angle. Uh, And I think what you didn't really mention is you don't know what you're getting out of Daniel Jones either. Uh, Is he, it's hard to imagine the way he like walked off the field. He like, he was like limping the legs. Like I just don't understand how seven days later you're fully functioning. So that's a question mark right there for me. Um, If I'm seeing nine right now, Uh, if I see an eight and a half that will immediately be a tease, um, I think but, it will
0: stay at nine. I don't see that. Yeah. Just purely for that reason alone.
2: That makes sense. Um, and not definitely still lean to the Rams. I think this could get ugly. I think this either plays out with like, it comes down to the final possession or the Rams win by 25. And there's like, just no in between. So that's my take on the game. Interesting. It's just, yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. D- Giants often offensive injuries kind of there. It's, I mean, if he, if uh, Daniel Jones is playing, obviously, so disregard him. But other than that, it was like like their five best offensive players, like Saquon, Andrew Thomas, um, and like two or three receivers. Where like that is huge, like a huge blow to an offense. So I think the team total is a good look. Um, I I think the numbers are just a bit too high to begin with, and in, in terms of the regular total, Matt Stafford really struggled against a such a bad secondary last week and he hurt his finger he he was able to play through it unlike russell wilson but <laughs> uh because <laughs> where, uh, where russell wilson's i will talk about that later actually um but he it was very just dis- uh, it was a second disappointing week in a row for him and it really pissed me off because i thought at so I, there was a point in that game where in my mind i was like i'm really starting off 0 five uh on my best bets and Thankfully, thankfully, Tyler Lockett tripped at the end. So um, I just, I could not watch any more of that game. It was brutal. Oh, man, that busts up some teasers, though. But, um, yeah, I, I lean under. I also guess I lean to the Rams just based on injuries alone. Um, but I digress. Let's move on to one, one
2: more point. The <laughs> sure. reason Kadarius Tony is injured is because he got in a fight and yeah. punched someone with his hand closed. How dumb do you have to be to do that? He, Especially he, if you're coming off a 190-yard game. He punched, their only weapon. He punched oh former Aztec,
0: Devontae KZ. Yeah.
2: Aztec, great. Yeah, That's what you get. <laughs> Messing with greatness. <laughs> Broken hand.
0: Formerly the John Gruden Raiders. Um, now coached by Rick Bisacci, I think his name is. Bisacci. Um, Raiders getting three and a half, traveling to mile high um totals at 44 so this is normally the discussed play where you back the team with the fired head coach now i kind of disagree with this um it's for me like it so if it was the urban meyer jaguars then i'd be backing the jaguars because it feels like there's it's been going on longer. It's, it's a more toxic culture, I guess, if you will, which not to say that it wasn't last week, especially with the one email about DeMaurice, uh, Demoris Smith. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but, um,
2: DeMaurice. Demoris. De um, De Morris.
0: Okay. Um, <laughs> but, uh, it, it felt sudden to me and like what, and so what I'm worried about is that you have to, and John Gruden was like, objectively he is a good offensive play caller and like in terms of like like pff has done like epa um like play calling studies where like it shows that he was top five in the nfl and so like last year and stuff like that and so it worries me that after a week of what i thought was bad play calling where they just ran josh jacobs into the into the backs of the offensive line a bunch of times in a row i'm worried that we're just going to get that again and Like the Raiders offensive line has regressed since the beginning of the year. And so what my worry is that where they're going to score like seven points and then the Broncos are going to score like 20. Like, I'm kind of curious what you guys think about this, whether you do think this will be an energized Raiders team and stuff like that, or if it's just kind of like (laughs) hanging over them now and it's going to kind of, you are not going to get the same kind of boost that we would normally find here.
1: I can't possibly take the Raiders here. I, I just like – I I don't think there, will be, there was any sort of energized boost, especially you saw it from the leader. Their car at a press conference, which just was not optimistic for the outlook of the Raiders season, he pretty much just basically said how bad he felt about Gruden, how much he loved him, um, and they didn't really take accountability and say, like, make a statement, say, we're going to move on, we're going to rally from
0: this. It just wasn't – It was like depressing. Yeah, it was. It, it was, was like a total sad. lack of confidence. Agreed. And I don't I don't like he's a quarterback, of course, but why the hell was he saying this before the owner, before the GM, before the like the interim coach? Like yeah. it does not make sense.
1: I don't I don't know what to think about this Raiders team. I I want to take the Broncos, but I hate this fucking Broncos team. So that's the other issue. But I, I think I think Broncos have to be the play.
0: Yeah, it's Broncos or nothing for me. Or is butter. or I think it's uh the under which I even, hear that yeah. like, less creative play calling. Maybe you get like, I would imagine with a guy who hasn't called plays in a while, he's going to, it's going to be way more conservative. I mean, the Broncos are already doing that on their own because everyone's hurt. True. True.
1: Especially, I mean, there's a great defense too. not like the Raiders have faced too many top 10 defenses. I, I so would far say it's season. a
0: great defensive line. The secondary is banged up and is kind of reduced a bit, but James, what do you think?
2: I lean to the Raiders. I just think this is too big of a, an adjustment. certainly the scenario is pretty drastic, but um, what I'm looking at here is probably the under if I played anything uh, forty four seems like a lot especially when you guys hit on the more probably conservative game plan for the Raiders like something we saw last week um, and then the Broncos just offensively are lost right now so many injuries, no weapons. Uh, is, I just is see lock playing I still don't know I don't really I really don't think it matters I just think does.
0: Because yeah, I, think it, I think if Drew Lock plays, then because he's going to take more shots, stay on the field, which would like I don't want that against a Raider secondary. I don't think is that great. Wait, Teddy got hurt
1: last week again. He's not on the injury report. Oh, he uh, didn't play last week. Yeah, he didn't play last week. Yeah, he did. No, he didn't.
2: Drew Lock started. Cap. You me Cap, bro? Teddy
1: played last week. Are you serious? You guys bro? are tripping, man. Come on, Teddy. Yes, Teddy
0: played the whole game last week. Oh, there we go well, right, well okay i, I guess like we both under. slept through the game then. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Right. The under <laughs> no i absolutely slept through it um um yeah i i'll oh, know it's uh, this will be a very interesting game to watch because i think that it could go in like so many different directions so probably best just to stay away in my opinion um already hit cowboys patriots did i skip one Don't no there's only
2: three afternoon games Jeez, damn! This gonna be a fun Sunday afternoon. Oh my god, this Browns Cardinals is fun.
0: Yeah, um, yeah.
2: It's not, that's nice. A late start. A late start.
0: That's true. Um, Seahawks we're moving to Sunday night. Uh, Seahawks getting five on the road at Pittsburgh. Um, it's the Geno Smith show. Of oh, the total is excuse me, total is forty two. Actually, Seahawks are getting five and a half. Excuse me. Um, James, what are your thoughts here?
2: Uh, well, as soon as I saw this line Sunday and I played Steelers minus three and a half, five and a half. I mean, it really hasn't, co- hasn't crossed through any key numbers. Uh, I think the Steelers could be worth the tease. I don't really want to lay that many points. Three and a half just felt right. Um, I think the Seahawks could come out and uh, have a pretty good game plan here. There's not a lot of tape on Gino from this year, obviously just a couple quarters. Um,
0: I just in don't know what to expect from in the incredible.
2: Seahawks. Yeah, he too looked really good. <laughs> Uh, I, I just don't know what to expect I, at three and a half i like the steelers i just think the atmosphere there's gonna be too crazy for a guy who's been just a career backup but in a bad defense as well but five and a half probably not a whole lot for me total seems about right as well seems just like a low really low scoring game
1: awesome, i I, think. I have to rant i i just i, I, uh, I, I do too because I, <laughs> I hate i hate Pete carroll i really do I, yes Pete i carroll. was gonna say the same thing <laughs> i mean like the phrase let russ cook is like a, a, a been a stupid quote and phrase that we've talked about since last season. And
0: to begin that Rams game, they the did not let Russ yelling cook. it for like five years now.
1: And for the last couple weeks, they have not been letting Russ cook. And last game in particular, they were not letting Russ cook, but you know who we did let cook Gino, Gino baby. And it fucking worked. Like it worked. So it's like, what offense are they going to come out with? Are they going to let Gino throw the ball? And they're going to use the uh, Tyler Lockett and DK. Like, I, I just, I can't trust Pete Carroll. I can't trust his offense. The fact that Chris Carson's returning tells me they're going to run the ball 45 times in this game against the Steelers' top rank rush defense. I want no part of this side, um, even though I do feel like Seattle should be the play because I don't think this horrible Steelers offense should be laying five points. Um, I, I'm 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 passing and and fuck Pete Carroll. Well, <laughs> I fuck Chris Carson too because I'm playing him this week. So go Geno Smith.
0: Um, I I was gonna bitch and moan about the same exact thing you were saying they the offense got more aggressive when the backup quarterback came in they were running more play action all of this and then all of a sudden they were moving the ball better it blew my mind i if they actually turn towards a more aggressive offense with geno smith as the starter as opposed to russell wilson i will be comical i will be astounded <laughs> astounded um if this gets to six i'm betting seahawks and um which is certainly trending that way and i actually actually, i I might also take a look at the money line too i it's still the corpse of Ben office at quarterback and i'm not ready he's not going to be able to take advantage of what i think is a really bad seahawks secondary and um now they just lost juju for the rest of the season so yeah i I,
1: the under doesn't treat me the fact that they're getting chris carson back tells me that they're going to come out conservative they're going to run the football i think you're right and 42 and a half is a low number. and God, it's just – I can't believe they can't flex games out. Like, this I, is I, Don't disgusting. they have to wait
0: until like week eight or something like that? Some
1: stupid rule.
0: Like Chargers-Ravens would be way better than this.
2: Yep. Well, the, I think the rule is you have to be like at least 10 days in advance. So mm. like 10 days ago literally would have been the Russell. day of this game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and you, you need – You get Russell. There's, we'll send, some, uh,
0: send us a game to London. Let's have two London games. I'm okay with that. Um, anything else to add?
1: Is, is there Seahawks in London?
0: I mean, they got Falcons. Maybe there are. <laughs> um, that's that's enough animal talk for the day. Uh, we've Not got Bills. Yeah, <laughs> the Buffalo Bills laying six on the road. Um, James, your Titans, who I believe you have a like on, are getting six at home, and the totals are uh, fifty-four. It's looking like under his juice of minus 120. James, why do we like the Titans this week? This is Monday night. We're,
2: we're selling high on the Bills. What do you think this line is? Like, legitimate question. If the Bills don't win by 18 last Sunday. Bills three and a half. Okay, that's, what, that's what I was thinking, too. Yeah. Yeah, now it's at six. I think it's just too key of a number. Too many points to be laying on the road. Um, we saw this game actually last year, and I think the Titans just absolutely destroyed the Bills at home as a slight home underdog. That was um, a
0: freaking it, COVID just, game, though. That, that's true. That's true. But I also I, think weather too.
2: Yeah, maybe a little bit. I don't remember it like that well. I just remember looking at the final. Um, but I just think six is way too many points here. Uh, yes, the Bills were really impressive last week. The Chiefs still did the move the ball very well. Just four turnovers was was not enough to overcome and kind of gave the Bills that eighteen point cushion. Um, on the other side, I think Tennessee can come up with a pretty good game plan here. Run the ball, keep that offense off the field. Um, the Bills' defense has looked really good this year, but. I think the Titans offense can do some things that they get Julio back this week, both on the ground and through the air, and they can do enough to stay within six.
0: You know, I'm reading up on the, very, really quickly of their matchup last week. And I guess, like, the Titans, like, their facility got shut down. Two dozen players and staff members tested positive. And, oh, this is that's right. And, like, they had to, like, postpone the game. Um, it was the Tuesday night game. yeah. But, oh, it was a
2: Tuesday game. That's right. Yeah,
0: the Bills has a Monday game. Trey White, Matt Milano, or John Brown, but Matt Milano like played in like three games all year, so that doesn't matter. Um, I agree. I think this is a good buy low uh, buy low spot. I th- also think like no one's exactly buying the Titans right now, anyways. Although this isn't going past six, it, when it gets to six, it gets bought up. Um, so I think that's that's pretty much where we're going to see it stay uh, settle. Um. I don't know. Maybe this is just like an internal bias based on what I saw against the Bills, but it's I I am going to have a hard time bending uh, against that team just because of how great they looked. They were able to shut down the Chiefs' great offense, and, um, I mean, they move the ball at will. Granted, it's against probably the worst defense in the league. Do you think there's anything we have to think about where – performances against the Chiefs should be undervalued a bit?
2: Maybe offensively, but, I mean, if the defense plays well, I think you have to take that into account fully. Like, the Bills only yielding 20 points is really impressive. Even if they did get a little lucky with turnovers, 20 points against that offense is quite the feat.
1: Yeah, I'm doing it. Give me the Bills.
0: Wow. <laughs> Look,
1: I we don't have a green button yet. And I was pondering it. Like, we are two weeks removed from the Titans. Wait, just yeah, lose. we. Did. I thought we did. No, you had one with Chaz.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. I got it. We're,
1: we're two weeks removed from the Titans just losing to the Jets. Um, I've never been bought in on this Titans defense. I still think they suck. Um, and they really haven't impressed me all season. I don't see why the Bills don't come in here and just do whatever they want offensively. Um, I did not – I'm not going to bet this because I am afraid of – the fact that the Bills played at their absolute ceiling last week—they're due for a total letdown game because that last week win—that was their Super Bowl. Um, that they had that circle, they ha- now have the clear path to the one seed in the AFC. But if their offense just plays marginally, like 50% of what they did last week, they still should be able to do whatever they want on Tennessee. Um, I'm just—I'm just not bought in enough on Tennessee. Uh, you're giving me six to God. Whatever. I'll take it. I, I, I just I, I'm bought it on this Bills team. I think they're damn good. And I, I'm very impressed in this defense. Um, they have a, been very benefited from turnover luck. They're plus 11 um, so far this season. So they are due for a little bit of regression. But at the same time, I, I just think they're going to be able to do whatever they want offensively.
0: I'm rooting for the Titans to win the game because if they do, I this is a very small chance. I I think we might get, like, Chiefs below three next week, and that could be very fun.
2: Chiefs, are they at Tennessee? At
0: Tennessee. I'll be on the Titans again. Yeah. Oh, man, Derrick Henry (laughs) against that defense. Oh, no. All right. Um, Anything else to add? Any, like, maybe future bets you want to talk about before we go?
1: Mark Jackson. Um...
2: Because we did you can still get him. You can still get him 12 or 15 to 1. Um mm-hmm. Josh Allen's the heavy favorite. I think he's three to one right now to win it. So I, I saw one, train, book it's
0: still, it's still rolling.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Tom Brady's up there too. He's throwing a lot of touchdown passes. Mm-hmm. That makes sense.
0: Um Rant, I, I mean, maybe Well, <sighs> so I'll say this. So week one, we bet Brown's to win the AFC with the hope that. After the Chiefs' big, uh, which hey, this is kind of according to plan with like the gauntlet is, of the schedule. Sh- the Chiefs they needed to, they
1: needed to beat the Chargers last week.
0: They did, and then well, I that's, feel very good. That's very true. But our whole point was we're going to buy back on the Chiefs, and now finally, like we've after all they're losing, it's kind of the market is kind of adjusted, and they're no longer the favorite, um, which they shouldn't be. Is this the time to buy low on the Chiefs? I
1: want no part of them. This defense sucks, I, and then I just—I mainly don't want part of just because they have a pretty difficult schedule ahead, and I just don't know what our by-low is. Is it to win the Super Bowl? Because AFC. If it's to win the AFC, I mean, it's like the Bills just have a very easy schedule to end the season. That's um, true, and, and they they'll get the one seed, Bucks and they, they have the tiebreaker already. I just don't see this Buffalo team losing three games, um, and then it, if the Chiefs really do have to play five road games to make it to the Super Bowl. It's just, it's, it's hard to believe that they can do that.
0: Yeah. That's, that's reasonable.
1: Um, um, one bet I will
0: give out. I
1: mean, I haven't, I, I would just do your own research on the NFC West. Um, look, I.
0: I'm already in on I, the cards. I like that. Bet. I know.
1: I know. But the fact that if Kyler Murray's shoulder is actually hurt, I agree. Um, this is a very good chance to, I, I mean, the Rams number probably isn't great. Um, but if you're a Trey Lance believer or a Geno Smith truther, um, you could buy on one of those teams that have probably a very good number, probably five or six to one, I believe. Um, just because if that Kyler's shoulder is a big deal, we saw what happened to that offense last season. Um, and this, the I, as we've said, we like the Browns this week, so you're already getting some value because the cards are, cards are going to lose after this week.
2: You said five or six to one, the Niners are nine to one. Wow. the Seahawks are plus 50. Oh,
0: that's not right.
1: That
2: is uh, right.
0: I no, no, no. I just mean, like, I don't think oh, yeah, they yeah, should be yeah. nine to one. Their completely, defense look incredible okay. so far. Um, I yeah, I might bet the Niners, I think that's a good, good, good angle. Uh, all right, thank you all for listening. Um, don't forget follow us on Twitter at Sharpside Pod. Uh, download the Betsports app if you haven't already. Um, and uh, rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Send us up those charts. Um, if you're a Spotify listener. Um, hit the follow button. And of course, Greg, this one was for you. Um, go, you know what? Go download PocketCast too. Follow <laughs> us on there too. I don't, I'm going to do that right after I uh, end the recording. Um, I'm going to, I'm, I, you know, I might switch full-time to podcast just for Greg. Um, thank you all for listening. Um, hopefully this didn't drag on too long with only 14 games, but uh, Austin, what are we doing this weekend? Let's go win some money do it